1: Bring in show music, please.
2: This is Squawk Pod. I'm CNBC producer Katie Kramer. Today on our podcast. 2,000 flights canceled and counting. What is going on at Southwest? Casey Murray with the pilot side of the story.
3: We're the most productive pilots in the industry. And what we want to see is more efficient scheduling that goes on during these irregular operations.
2: J.P. Morgan's Jamie Dimon making waves on Wall Street with a bold claim. I personally think that Bitcoin is worthless. Those stories, plus Amazon and the Planet of the Apes, and the Duke and Duchess of FinTech. Stop the presses
4: for this, though, because we have a new entrance into the world of high finance this morning. You ready for this?
2: It's Tuesday, October 12th, 2021. Squawk Pod begins right now.
1: Stand back you by in three, two, one, cue, please.
5: Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Squawk Box here on CNBC. I'm Becky Quick, along with Joe Kernan and Andrew Ross Sorkin. And, Andrew, welcome back. Thank you. We miss you. You're back.
4: Columbus Day. One minute and we miss it. you. Do we call it Columbus Day?
5: Yes. I do. Yeah. You do? We did. Okay.
4: J.P. Morgan CEO Jamie Dimon making a prediction about global, the global shipping crisis. Speaking at a conference held by the Institute of International Finance, he said, quote, I should never do this, but I'll make a forecast. This will not be an issue next year at all. This is the worst part of it. I think great market systems will adjust for it like companies have. Diamond's view contrasted with Goldman Sachs's from a day earlier when the bank downgraded its GDP forecast, now citing a delayed recovery in consumer spending. Diamond said, quote, keep in mind the consumer is buying other stuff. They can't buy cars. They're buying home home improvement. They can't travel internationally. They travel domestically. The spend level is very high. Despite protests that he doesn't want to be the face of Bitcoin skeptics, Jamie Dimon took
6: the bait when asked if his position on cryptocurrency had changed.
4: I personally think that Bitcoin is worthless, but I don't want to be a both of it. I don't care. It makes no difference to me. I don't think you should smoke cigarettes either. You know, but now it comes into like, OK, that's Jamie, now JP Morgan. I, our clients are adults. They disagree. That's what makes markets. So if they want to have access... To buy or sell Bitcoin, you know, we We can't custody it, but we can give them legitimate, as clean as possible access.
6: I mean, he's smart, been around, very successful. I'm sure he's seen the case made. I hope he's seen the case made by people that, you know, describe that it's been ledgers that we've used since the beginning of time. And we've, you know, when cultures were separate, what you used a ledger for may have been a shell or something. And then as we went... You know, multicultural, you had to find something that was agreed upon, had had ledger qualities, it was immutable, it was transferable, something like gold. Then you get beyond that, and then you have currencies, things like that. And now you have something called blockchain, which represents if he's, something to true. So now I'm just talking about when I said people that... Un- when I'm talking about the, the people that, that, that know how to do this, I'm talk, or that have looked at it and have investigated I talk about the Tudor Joneses and the Drucken Millers and the Mark Andreessons and the Peter Thiels and the Winklevy and everything else. I just assume Jamie Diamond has looked at it and read something about it. I hope it's just not, because I've seen plenty of people who haven't, that just go rah, 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 and just pop off and have no idea what they're talking about. You know what's so, interesting,
5: I, though, is that the thing he slid into that was, we can't custody it meaning it's not going to be J.P. Morgan's custody. They're not going to be responsible for it if something happens to it. I thought
6: he said we could do that. No, he he said said we can't custody it. We're We're going to make it. it as
5: simple as possible for you to get it, but we're not going to be responsible for it. It's not money, and the house that you're using the clearance house is not a bank the exchange that you're using and they're not going to be responsible for it Somebody,
6: some people like that aspect of some it. people that's, do that's but you know there's right. nobody to
5: complain to if you lose it or forget your password yeah, you got to <laughs> keep
6: your uh, right. it, 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 it's a long thing but what was i going to say the um, oh the other thing he said was it sounded similar to what we heard dallas say and that was that it's going to be regulated and he said people are going to be able to yep. regulate the hell out of it and china is going to be able to do it and all that's true god it it it's a heck of a. If if it is all worthless, it's a heck of a bubble because it went from the China problems at forty-one thousand. Where is it today? Back to fifty-seven. It. it yeah, I think it's his like point is just market. there's
5: not inherent value. It, it, people will assign value to it, and obviously they have. Look at it now, fifty-six thousand dollars. So there is an assigned value to it. But I think his point is that without people giving it that valuation, that, that it wouldn't be right, there.
6: What but. does have inherent value?
5: I guess if you want to look at energy, if you want to look at oil prices, oil energy, does have an inherent value if you could do it.
6: But things um, that we use for 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 you know to, to I represent something—it I mean, has inherent than,
5: value. I know. Yeah. It, it, look, the U.S. dollar art. doesn't have any value unless you have faith in the U.S. government now, as well. It's
6: then well. there's art. Now Hunter Biden's art has inherent value, I think, because that you. gets you access to the Biden administration. So that that's that's a pretty good thing to be able to. Yeah
4: <laughs> that, that that in a room at, at one of the, one of the Trump hotels across yeah. from the White House it's all available but you can get it as an nft now you you can't get no, hunters you, can, you can't get hunters uh, I'm NFT sure you yet, will but. be soon
5: Why don't we give you an update right now on the problems at Southwest Airlines. The company, believe it or not, has canceled more than 2,000 flights since Saturday. Yesterday's total of 363 cancellations was down from about 1,100 on Sunday. But the carrier is grappling grappling with worker shortfalls, packed planes and a busy flight schedule. Company officials say that they hope to return to normal by tomorrow morning. Southwest stock was down more than 4 percent yesterday. This morning, it's up by about 33 cents. But guys, this is an incredibly important story. People trying to figure out what's happening. These really are problems because they're so good at turning around their flights so quickly and getting cruise places. And when that starts cascading down, it's almost like the just-in-time inventory. When it falls apart, it falls apart very badly. So hopefully we'll hear a lot more about this.
6: If there's weather in Florida, Southwest is a problem. Right, a, they, because they, everything, everything goes through Florida. Florida. Right. 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 So there's a, there's
4: a lot of issues. And How do you explain the pilots who are writing in, if you go on Twitter, and really see what some of them are saying. I mean, no, you, uh, there, there is a distinction. part of it There's too. what the company's saying. I think I've it's a combination. I watch them on cable. It's a confluence of all them of them it. I watch them on cable. But I've watched them on
6: cable. You figure if that company got money, though, they owe the world the, the vaccine. Is that is that how it works? Is that is that your take on that? If the company got money to stay in business, the pilots
4: who flew through the pandemic need to no, get no, the no. Vac- no, 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 okay. no. I'll, I'll say because I know we got to go, but I don't say <laughs> this, I'm, I'll say this. i am say this until I'm blue in the face. Okay. the pilots. took money from the company while they were not flying. That's the point. They were not flying. They begged for money, said that they needed to be paid while they were not flying because they did not have a job during the time. They took the money and they said we, the taxpayer, had to pay them and save them. Because it would help society. The pilot, the pilot said that. The pilot said it. The flight attendant said it. The airline said it. So they all say. all said, right. "Please, taxpayer, so, okay. give us so, money and then what's to next? help society." Right. Okay. So and now, now we're in this moment where we're trying to help society, and they're saying, "You know what? Yeah. All right, we're going to sue fair, you. We don't want to do it." So to help society, they need to. Get that's the what vaccine. they said they want. That's the whole the
6: reason va- we paid. The, they need to get the, the vaccine. The whole reason we paid. Right. But they need to get the vaccine to help society. That's
4: the whole concept.
2: And next on Squawk Pod, getting Southwest out of the gate. What is really going on? Our own Phil LeBeau asks the president of the Southwest Airlines Pilots Association.
1: So would you tell a Southwest
3: customer, sure, you can still have confidence in this airline operating as it should? I would tell them that
2: you can have confidence in the pilots. That conversation is right after this.
0: When it comes to family vacations, there are a million different trips you can take you can get your own trip to Texas. Or if you prefer a vacation from your family, you can always get your own leave the kids with grandma trip to Texas. So go to traveltexas.com slash get your own for the only trip to Texas that matters. Yours. What's on the horizon
2: for financial markets? Welcome back to Squawk Pod. Southwest Airlines said it expects to restore normal service after canceling thousands of flights over the last few days. Several hundred flights were still grounded Monday, and the airline is blaming a number of factors, like unfavorable weather and air traffic control issues. But the suspicion is that pilots at Southwest could be staging a sick-out not coming to work in protest of the company's policy mandating COVID-19 vaccines for all of the airline's 60,000 employees. The pilots union asked a court in Southwest's home state of Texas on Friday to block the mandate. But the FAA says there is no evidence Southwest's flight schedule meltdown is part of an organized action. CNBC's aviation reporter Phil LeBeau kicked off today's conversation from the airport.
1: Let's bring in Captain Casey Murray, who is the President of the Southwest Airline Pilots Association, SWAPA for short. Uh, Casey, thank you for joining us this morning. Give us your sense as you look at the cancellations. They're coming down a little bit every day. When do you expect all of the flight schedules to be back to normal,
3: so to speak? I think we'll, we'll start getting back to normal operations later today and into tomorrow. So you expect that by later today, tomorrow. But no doubt the last couple of days
1: have people wondering, can they rely on this not to happen again with Southwest Airlines, especially as we had towards the travel season, which could be even busier than what we've seen
3: this last weekend? What's your what's your sense in terms of can this be avoided again? Well, that's part of our issue is is what we haven't seen through the summer when when we saw the sort of same kind of meltdown into this weekend. This has been going on for a couple of years and we haven't seen a proactive statement from the company addressing what is causing this domino effect to take two, three, four, five days to recover. In the summer, it was it was two or three months. So we'd like to see you know there are issues with internal processes on on how reassignments occur uh, w- within the scheduling system of pilots and flight attendants, and there's also IT issues that that we have with that as well. And, and we just want to see Southwest address it. So. Um, It's taken care of, and we don't have to worry about this going into next weekend or, heaven forbid, the holiday season. Casey, you and I have talked about this at length, and we're not going to go too deep
1: into the woods, but in layman's terms, so our audience understands, what is the problem with the scheduling situation for Southwest Airlines, particularly with flight crews, that caused this to happen once they had a series of canceled flights because of weather on Friday night?
3: Well, Southwest has an extremely complex network, and it is much different from the hub and spoke that that most of our peers have. So when we start seeing uh, recovery take place, um, where we're seeing the failure is is what is we've identified over four years ago, sort of this problem of, of these cascading reassignments of pilots where one pilot has taken off a perfectly good trip and then he has to be replaced and then someone else has to replace that pilot that replaces him. So it just is an ongoing, and and we've offered many solutions as to how this can be addressed and it needs to be addressed sooner rather than later. What solutions have you offered? Because it seems like a
1: no brainer if you're in management and your pilots are saying, we've got a solution here, unless the solution is to cost the company a lot of money and pay you guys more in some fashion, what, what, why would they uh, accept some of the solutions you offer?
3: Well, that, that's not what we're pushing for. It's not more money. It's actually more efficiency. We're the most productive pilots in the industry, and and what we want to see is is more efficient scheduling that goes on during these irregular operations. So what we've offered is is solutions that address the core problem, which is how these cascading reassignments occur. We've offered some IT solutions. Uh, such as um, um, electronically doing some of these things and notifying our pilots So, because our pilots come out on off days. Our pilots, like I said, are the most productive, so they're out there and they're trying to help the the airline recover, but there are numerous ways that that, that, that IT could help um, as well as some of their internal processes.
5: Hey, Casey, um, just what would you say to customers who are thinking about booking a flight? I mean, 28 percent of Southwest flights were canceled over the weekend, which is not great odds. If you're hoping to get somewhere or planning on, on, on taking a vacation or doing anything, what would you suggest? Because the, the problem that you're describing does not sound like it's going to be an easy fix. I'm not sure that I'd feel confident doing a Southwest flight in the next week or especially over the holidays. What would you tell people to make them think, OK, I could book that flight?
3: Well, from the pilot point of view, um, I'm very proud of our pilots. Our pilots have, have, have gone above and beyond um, to pick up that additional flying. Our pilots are, are, are continuing to pick up on their off days. They're continuing to support the operation. And I would tell our customers that we will be there and we will do everything possible to make sure that the operation runs as smoothly and efficiently as possible.
4: Hey Casey, um, I I know that you and the airline have said that this is not related uh, to protesting uh, vaccine mandates, uh, but uh, the union did sue effectively to block uh, such a mandate. Can we discuss that for a moment? Because um, I think there's a a question about what the role of, of pilots should be, as you know, pilots were a beneficiary during the the pandemic uh, of taxpayer bailout money. The airline and the pilots and flight attendants all all sought that money uh, at the time, even when they even when they weren't flying. And so and and the argument at the time was that that was going to, quote, help society. We were trying to help society um, and that that money was needed to get to those people. Um, What what are the pilots prepared to do, if not take the vaccine uh, to, quote, help society at this point?
3: So um I think the two are mutually exclusive. The, the the vaccine uh mandate and and where we are with the lawsuit is really just to get the company to sit down and talk to us and, and discuss some of some of our issues that our peers have done, and we see where their vaccination rates are. So all we're trying to do is to get them to sit down and talk to us, which we haven't seen. We've been pushing them for 10 months to do that. Pilots have to, have to maintain a medical certificate as well as their pilot certificate. So we want to sit down and address how that is going to be affected, how our long-term disability, how our loss of license insurance is, is going to cover. We also have to address... You know, sort of natural immunity, antibodies, um, alternative means of compliance. There's many things that we need to discuss. Now, real quickly, going back, and as I say, they're mutually exclusive, uh, you know, the the job action idea. Now that we're at Tuesday, looking back at what happened this weekend, um, our pilot sick rate was, was right in line with what we saw this summer during the same kind of meltdowns. Uh, We also see our pilots picking up almost at an all-time high. So our pilots are there supporting. So the two are really different. Uh, We're just trying to get the company to to sit down with us and and discuss these issues uh, to make our pilots feel at ease and and make a decision uh, to go out there and get vaccinated or not. We haven't had that yet.
4: Are you encouraging your pilots to get vaccinated?
3: Well, we are, um, but we have to sit down and and, and have some agreements in place so our pilots are comfortable with their career decision and and, and their medicals um, uh, moving forward. Casey, it's Phil again. What's
1: changed in the last three, four, five years? Uh, I remember six or seven years ago when you would talk about relationships between the management of an airline and their unions, Southwest was among the best that is not the case today what has happened over the last four or five years where it seems like you are constantly
3: battling between the SWAPA, the pilots and the management of southwest well we have and and we've seen labor relations treating us completely differently than we've seen in the past so it is a cultural thing southwest success is our pilot success that that is our main focus um i'm still very proud of SWAPA. um you know we're a very data-driven organization And and we're here to help. We're here to offer solutions. Um, And the company has really the last few years kind of stonewalled us um, in in those regards. Um, We are here ready to talk. We've been getting ready to talk. And and, and this vaccine is a perfect example of, of where our peers are as compared to where we are. So would you tell a Southwest customer, sure, you can still have confidence in this airline operating as it should. I would tell them that you can have confidence in the pilots we are absolutely committed to, to, to serving our customers and getting our customers safely and efficiently to, to where they bought a ticket to go. Captain Casey Murray, who
1: is the president of SWAPA, the Southwest Airlines Pilots Association. Casey, thank you very much for joining us today. Guys, you heard Casey talking about some of the issues regarding this outage and the cancellations since Friday. We should point out, so far today, there are 87 Southwest flights that have been canceled. That's down considerably from 435 yesterday, but they're still not out of the woods. It's going to take still a couple more days. He thinks maybe by the end of today, the schedule might be back to normal. We'll see. We'll be watching the cancellations all day. Guys, back to you.
6: Yeah, 87 times the number of passengers. Still a big, uh, you know, still disappointing and and not good for those, for those folks, even though it's a lot, a lot less, Phil. Thanks.
2: Cheese will be next. Coming up on Squawk Pod, Amazon delivering hybrid work to its employees. Joe Kernan with movie spoilers and the Duke and Duchess of Sussex have a new project.
4: Our shared vision is for a world in which all investing is sustainable. When you visit a state as big and diverse as Texas, there are a million different trips you can take. Let's say you've got an appetite for whitewater kayaking. You can get your own. So this is why they call it Devil's River. Trip to Texas.
3: Or maybe you have an actual appetite. I'll take a pound of brisket, six ribs, uh, three links of sausage, and a, a piece of pecan pie. Trip to Texas. Go to
4: TravelTexas.com slash get your own for the only trip to Texas that matters. Yours.
2: You're listening to Squawk Pod. Stand by Joe. Thank you. Good morning
6: and welcome to Squawk Box here on CNBC. Uh, I'm Joe Kernel, along with Becky Quick and Andrew Ross, working on this, uh, on this fall day. You feel it? You see it? You a see the bit. leaves? Yeah. Well, you don't. It's nice. But, out. Uh, Becky, you've seen. S- I don't. <laughs> you drive you're in, by you're the in park. in the city, there are no trees? Drive by the park. You I
5: walked the t- a mile before the show this morning.
6: You walked a mile in somebody else's shoes or Dumb. your own shoes? I own shoes. your own shoes. In your own okay, shoes. Okay, well, that's good. You, can you feel it, though? I it's feel, gorgeous the, I feel out. a little bit of the chill. It's yeah, nice. It's Some, it's a, but it's ominous, it's foreboding, because you know what's coming.
5: Winter is coming. Amazon is giving its employees more flexibility to work from home, even after offices begin to reopen next year. In a memo, CEO Andy Jassy said that the company would leave it up to individual team directors to decide how often their workers have to come into the office. He said he expects some teams will continue working mostly remotely. Some will work mostly in the office and some would work a hybrid schedule. It's a change from an earlier plan that said that most corporate employers, employees were expected to return to the office at least three days a week, starting January 3rd. Jassy said a one size fits all policy doesn't work for a company of Amazon size. Joe, I know this is a little off topic, but since we're talking Amazon, I have to ask if you saw a tweet from Jeff Bezos yesterday. Somebody tweeted a picture from Planet of the Apes and said we should all dress like this when Shatner comes back. From being in space, <laughs> and Bezos actually responded to it and said, "I'm game." But it, it actually made me laugh out loud because I've been watching Planet of the Apes with Kyle at home. So
6: it's, the original, the Charlton Heston
5: one. No, 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 the 2001. Oh, oh, oh the Wahlberg new
6: one. one. Some yeah. of the new ones. Once the again, it, it, that's a benefit of of having seen the original and the shocker at the end. I guess I shouldn't let anyone know that they were actually on. Oh, you already did. But when they see the Statue of Liberty, when it's sort of, it's like, oh, my God, we've been here the whole right, time. Right. Uh, yeah, I don't want to give it away for anyone. But that was. It that, you. <laughs> you. <laughs> well, that, how do you you don't do you follow
5: Jeff Bezos? How did you happen to see um, that? How many do people, you fo- how many people do
6: you follow now, Becky?
5: Uh, I try to keep. I do keep, follow Jeff Bezos. I'm, I'm just looking. That's do. how I saw it. Yeah.
6: OK, uh, I follow you. I do follow you.
5: I, I, I follow. I follow you and I follow Andrew. I follow a lot of people, but I I think I follow a few more than you do.
6: You have some great, you know, we all have nice clothes. I wear the same blue shirt, same. All I do are ties, as you know, that's my only thing. But you have to do some interesting things. And, and did yesterday someone liked, thought you had I I don't think a, they
5: liked it. I think they were like, what is up with the dress she's wearing? That
6: was a... And that, I, thought about know, it. I thought about it for a few great. hours and
5: I didn't reply. And then I was like, you know what? It's you not a dress, it's a shirt, and you're catty.
6: I thought it was a great look yesterday. I mean, well, am I allowed you. to... I, I, you, you, know, can I defend,
5: you can defend it. I, Look, say somebody that? pointed out, nobody ever says what men are wearing on air. It's, it's no, tough to don't. come up you're with this, right. stu- right. too. I, I, by the way, I graduated from a Catholic high school. I liked having a uniform, not having to pick anything out. So maybe right. sometimes I don't always pick the best because I'm not used right. to picking things.
6: No, they don't so that- talk about what I wear. They do talk about, you know, how I look.
5: Yeah, you're you know,
6: My boobs. Um.
5: <laughs> Thank you. Misery loves company. Thanks for yeah. making me feel better.
4: Stop the presses for this, though, because we have a a new entrance into the world of high finance this morning. You ready for this? Larry Fink may have some competition. Uh, Harry, Prince Harry this is, and Meghan Markle uh, are getting into the business of finance through asset manager Ethic. Uh, They're announcing two new investors and impact partners, that is Prince Harry and Meghan Markle. Uh, With more than $1.3 billion under management, Ethic uh, provides direct indexing strategies for financial advisors focused on sustainability. In a blog post, Ethic's co-founder saying that uh, the Duke and Duchess of Sussex are, uh, quote, deeply committed to addressing the defining issues of our time, such as climate, gender equality, health racial justice, human rights and strengthening democracy, adding that with their partnership, our shared vision is for a world in which all investing is sustainable and sustainable investing can reach many millions around the world. This investment coming as the couple is building their empire right here in the United States after leaving their royal duties behind. Of course, they have deals now with Spotify and Netflix and they just did a documentary with Apple. Uh, Harry has a, a book, a memoir coming out. But interesting. I don't know if you know about ethic. They, they effectively create a portfolio. They screen stocks for you. Um, not for you, Joe. I, I, you, you, I know you don't want to screen, screen the climate stocks. But what they're effectively doing is creating a portfolio. And then they score the portfolio. It's, yeah, I will say it's pretty interesting what they're doing. And with, I believe that with these guys getting involved, there will be obviously a lot more attention on hey, and this Prin- issue. Prince Charles uses wine and cheese
6: to power his car, his Aston Martin. He's so like us. He's, he's one of us. He's, it's, really, it's really nice that the royals can be, they can get down in the muck with the rest of us and do, uh, for his Aston Martin. Who are you talking about? Prince Charles is
4: not Prince Harry. No, I'm talking about that's his father, and the, the royals are just, they're, they're, they're just nice. they're not the royals anymore. They're one, they're one of it. No, I know, but I, I would actually argue what, what Prince Harry has been trying to do and Meghan Markle. They've well, been, I would never say anything Very focused on the I would Never say
6: anything disparaging. I would, look what happened to poor Piers Morgan. I mean, he said one thing. And is he even employed anymore after saying something? I, I I'm not is. saying anything. Is I think he, think he is. Maybe Rupert picked him back, up. <laughs> yeah, right. picked him back no, up. He was more he was more attractive to Rupert after that.
2: And that is today's Squawk Pod. Squawk Box is posted by Joe Kernan, Becky Quick, and Andrew Ross Sorkin. Tune in weekday mornings on CNBC at 6 Eastern. Follow Squawk Pod wherever you get your podcasts, and let us know what you think. Maybe not about Becky's clothes, but tweet us anytime at Squawk CNBC. And you can rate this podcast or write a review on Apple Podcasts. It helps other listeners find us. Thanks. We'll meet you back here tomorrow. Now we are clear. Thanks, guys.